Hi, you're listening to Chip Chat, a podcast from Intel where we talk about technology. You'll hear from experts both inside the company as well as those who work with Intel to create great things. I'm Marcus Yam, technology evangelist, and this episode is about Tiger Lake H. That's the codename of Intel's 11th Gen Core Mobile H processors. These are the CPUs that will be in many of the gaming and creator laptop PCs, as well as some of the mobile workstations you'll see this year. To learn more, I spoke with Kim Augstum, director of the Enthusiast Laptop Innovation Team at Intel. We talked about that very exciting new processor that will be officially announced by the time you hear this recording. Throughout our conversation, you will hear us refer to this new CPU as Tiger Lake H. Last fall, Intel released Tiger Lake U, or the first of the 11th gen Intel Core processors. And U-Series is for the thinnest and lightest designs with the four CPU cores and really impressive integrated graphics. H-Series is for the enthusiast and workstation segment that need the power of up to eight cores and discrete graphics. So without further ado, let's get to our conversation. Kim, thanks for joining me on Chip Chat. Um, for the viewers who don't know you yet, could you uh, tell me a little bit about first your name, your title, what you do at Intel? Of course, Kim Augstam. Um, I run Enthusiast Laptop and the innovation team, and uh, I have uh, been at Intel for about 22 years now and been in this role and focused on Enthusiast Laptops since 2011. So. 10 years. It's, uh, it's gone so fast. Can't even believe it. So enthusiast laptops. Now, typically, you know, from the time of hardcore PC gamers, the desktops where all the powers is, uh, where all the power is. So, um, you know, enthusiast laptops going back 10 years. Now we know we have a lot of exciting enthusiast laptop technology to talk about today, but can you walk us back a little bit and tell us how did you define enthusiast laptops 10 years ago or even beyond that? Yeah, so the, the enthusiast laptop segment started uh, even before uh, I came on the scene in 2011, uh, 2008, 2009, there were gaming laptops being built that were 55, 60 millimeters thick, and they were luggable, right? Um, and not so portable. But um, when I founded the team back in 2011, our goal was to drive thin and to enable consumers and enthusiasts to carry these devices uh, every day. And so we really focused on ensuring that our OEMs and Intel together partnered in ways that allowed us to drive that uh, form factor revolution that has taken place over the last uh, 10 years. And now it's very hard to find a 55 millimeter thick laptop, even if you if you wanted to, right? So everything now is uh, below 20 millimeters and um, has been growing at 45% year on year for the last couple of years, uh, the thin enthusiast segment. So that's been really exciting to see that transition happen and our partners in the industry like Alienware and uh, MSI and ASUS have all done a great job in building form factors that are really attractive. So it's exciting. So, I mean, just, just, just for reference, when you're talking about, and I think, you know, you and I both come from the metric system, I'm Canadian and I, you know, metric system. So to us millimeters, we, we understand that, but I'm thinking that like 50, 55 millimeters, we're probably looking at maybe the, the height of a, a US dollar bill, uh, something around that. And two inches. Uh, yeah. 
yeah pretty inches. pretty thick and and now you're talking about things that are sub 20 millimeters and that's what about the height of a u.s penny yeah yeah uh, so yeah a u.s penny is about 19.4 millimeters so yep he's audience he's uh he's very exact so he's 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 got some engineering I, roots i can tell you that i i don't want to I, I don't want to mislead anyone right the, <laughs> the, the the goal is to drive um innovation in form factors so that um 20 millimeters and below right less than an inch thick is really the norm in enthusiast laptops but of course we still have the enthusiast halo segment that would be anything that's thicker than 20 millimeters. So a, an inch thick would be a, a enthusiast halo system. And, and, and that's, that's still a radical jump, right? Because we're looking at the power that can go into these, you know, you, you said luggable these days, these are truly, you know, very portable, full, full capacity gaming machines. So in those last 10 years, in your time, in your role, what has Intel done to kind of drive that almost desktop class performance in a increasingly thinner and thinner form factor? How 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 has how has Intel been helping push that? Yeah, first of all, we we decided to drive um, with a different type of packaging uh, capability um, to allow the OEMs to design thinner laptops. And if I may, you know. This is uh, the CPU we're launching here next week, Tiger Lake H, 11th gen core. And if you look at the back, this is the BGA um, type of package. So there is no socket inside a laptop that uses these um, types of processors. It gets soldered down directly on the motherboard, which allows for thinner uh, form factors uh, instead of having a socket like you do in a desktop, for example. So that was the first step, and and we took that step years ago, and and since then we have really been able to optimize for Z height a lot. That's very cool. That that BGA, that's ball grid array, and that's that's just that's innovation to to make those laptops in, increasingly thinner. So at, at the time of, uh, you know, we're recording this just before launch, but by the time this is published, um, the whole world will, will know, um, the, you know, uh, Tiger Lake H or, you know, the official uh, name is the Intel 11th Gen Core H series processors. But we, we love to call it Tiger Lake H because Tiger Lake is such a, a badass name. So let's, let's jump Absolutely. right into it. Let's, let's talk about H series. Um, what's, what's new? And let me start off with saying that I run a Tiger Lake uh, U-series laptop since last year. It's it's absolutely phenomenal. 10 nanometers, super thin. Um, it's it's really, really great. And I know that, you know, Tiger Lake H is for the enthusiasts. Can you tell me what's new? For those people who kind of maybe not even know Tiger Lake in and out, but, you know, they've heard Tiger Lake before. Are we launching the same product? What's, what's new here? Yeah, so this is a, a processor built from the ground up to ensure that we provide um, end users and enthusiasts the absolute uh, pinnacle of performance, right? Um, we have 3X the platform IO bandwidth and we have PCIe Gen 4 directly connected to the CPU. We're using our brand new core microarchitecture Willow Cove. And um, this is uh, the world's fastest single threaded mobile processor. Right, 
we're seeing a 19% gen-on-gen multi-threaded performance improvement. Um, so this is the pinnacle of performance designed for enthusiast laptops uh, from the ground up. So Kim, you've been involved in the enthusiast laptop space for over a decade at Intel, um, but let's let's not go back that far. Can you just kind of walk me back a little bit about, uh, on what we've done in 10th generation, maybe earlier this year or even last year? And of course, everyone wants to know what's new for 11th gen H series. Yeah, certainly. So 10th gen continues to outgame competition. And earlier this year at CES, we announced two new SKUs, a six core i5 and an eight core i7. And so that set the tone for the entire year. And uh, now with Tiger Lake H launching just next week, we will have the capability to drive even higher performance in games and supporting that NVIDIA RTX series of a level of graphics in a way that we haven't been able to do before. And on the topic of graphics, obviously gamers, creators, graphics are very important. Now I do know Tiger Lake has some pretty impressive integrated graphics. Now again, for this segment, everyone's going to go with, or everyone's going to want a discrete GPU, but let's talk about that, um, sorry, integrated graphics that's on Tiger Lake H. What's in there for those who just want to run graphics in the CPU? Well, so battery life is critical uh, to any laptop today. And to ensure that we have the best battery life, we need Intel graphics to ensure that we can run in hybrid mode and not always use that discrete graphics at its full power and capacity. So with Tiger Lake H, we've actually included XE architecture graphics with 32 EUs to make that possible. And in addition, there's also great video machines inside our graphics that actually allows us to do uh, encode and decode in hardware instead of in software. So uh, our graphics today is um, in an H-series product is really um, capable for what it's uh, needed to do to uh, run displays and to output high uh, frame rate. You can even run the discrete graphics in hybrid mode through Intel's display engine. And that allows you to save battery and actually have longer battery life. So it's critical to have that uh, graphics engine in, even in a enthusiast level CPU like Tiger Lake H. So tell me a little bit more about hybrid mode. Sounds like, you know, from what I gather, it's kind of like a real-time switching between your high-powered discrete graphics and the integrated, you know, more power-efficient uh, in, in internal graphics. What are the, you know, I know this sounds like a unique advantage of uh, of Intel CPUs with integrated graphics versus just having, you know, just a single uh, CPU, no graphics, and a discrete GPU. So, um... In Windows hybrid mode, um it allows the discrete graphics to actually run and then output through the Intel display engine. And so um, when you're not gaming, uh, the discrete graphics card knows that and it can run all the functionality on the Intel graphics. So it's it really allows you um, the best of both worlds of having discrete graphics when you need it, but the power efficiency and the battery life when you desire 
when you desire that, right? So uh, that's where hybrid is really unique. A lot of uh, gaming laptops today also utilize different methodologies like Muxus to run discrete graphics directly to the display for the highest frame rates. And Intel supports both of these uh, methods, right? Very cool. Okay, so let's talk about discrete graphics because I think that's where a lot of the uh, you know the 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 enthusiast market and the creator market's interested in. So of course, you know we've been working with Nvidia to make sure that um, our systems work really well together. One of these big features, new features, is called resizable bar. This is very new for this generation, very new technology. Can you explain explain to us what is resizable bar and how it works? Oh, absolutely. So Intel works with all third-party graphics vendors in the industry right? And um, NVIDIA and Intel have been enabling a feature called resizable bar, where the CPU can actually utilize the discrete graphics high-speed memory. And so this was a feature in the PCIe spec. And what we did in this generation with Tiger Lake H is that we actually enabled that size to be set by the OEM uh, to a much, much larger uh, size than 256 megabytes. So now we can utilize the entire graphics memory for CPU workload tasks in games, providing increased performance and in some cases, much, much higher frame rates. Uh, we've seen improvements up to 7% on games, which in today's world makes a big difference when you're talking about uh, 4K games running at 60 FPS, for example. Uh, so this is a really exciting feature. The OEM has to enable it together with Intel and with the third-party graphics vendor like NVIDIA. So it, it does take a little bit more configuration and understanding and tuning to be just right, but the OEMs are doing so right now, and we're super excited to see what that brings. Um, you know, when we have more of these laptops in market. Oh, great! I I, I can't wait to get my my hands on that. Now, you mentioned resizable bar is part of the new PCIe spec. So let's talk about the new PCIe Gen Four support um, in in the H series platform. What is what does that bring in addition to resizable bar? What else are we looking at when we're going from um, from Gen 3 to Gen 4 now? Yeah, so Intel really wanted to establish this uh, Tiger Lake H from the grounds up for the enthusiast laptop, um, purpose-built for the enthusiast laptop. And for that to work, we really needed to include a new uh, generation of PCIe. And so Gen 4 is much, much higher speed, and we included 20 lanes directly connected to the CPU. So now it's up to the OEM to configure that for the best possible end user experience. So if you um, think of um, IO as the communication channel to the, to the CPU, we can now divide that up for discrete graphics. And so the OEM can choose to use all 16 lanes directly connected to the discrete graphics card. But you have to remember that PCIe Gen 4 is twice as fast as PCIe Gen 3. So if they choose to, they can actually use only eight lanes for the discrete graphics card, but still have the same bandwidth as 16 lanes of PCIe Gen 3. Now, 
that leaves 12 lanes for the OEM to configure for M.2 SSD connections with MVME. So this incredible IO bandwidth that we're providing is very flexible and the OEM can configure it however they see fit. So we have seen laptops today with two M.2 connectors and eight lanes to the CPU. So you can now have RAID zero and using Intel's RST, you can take two SSDs and configure them in RAID zero for incredible read write speeds that we haven't seen before. So 20 lanes of Gen 4 to a laptop CPU is like unheard of. It doesn't exist outside of Tiger Lake H. So that's why we're so excited for this feature to come to market. Oh, wow. That is, that is phenomenal. Um, exclusive, you know, technology that we're really bringing to the market, uh, first as a tip of the spear. I'll have to say, um, I, I had heard that there's RAID support in, in a, you know, a laptop that you say is now is, you know, sub 20 millimeters. And that to me is just phenomenal. I know the OEMs have to configure these, these high laptops for those gamers and creators, especially the creators who could really use some, this really fast storage, but tell me a little bit more. I think RAID is something that, you know, even a lot of, in, uh, especially enthusiast laptop gamers aren't familiar with. So let's, I want to back up a little bit, talk about RAID Zero, talk about Intel RST or the rapid storage technology. Explain um, in simple terms what RAID Zero is. Sure. So Intel RST uh, has abilities that uh, RAID technology in general doesn't, right? So we can boot from RAID Zero. And so if you have two SSDs in your laptop, um, normally you would have one as the boot drive and the other one as a storage drive. And so you only get the speed of a single drive. Now, RAID Zero allows you to take those two drives and putting them together and then putting the operating system across both of those drives so that you have, you can read and write to both of those drives at the same time, increasing the speed of the performance of your storage subsystem. And so um, the unique piece here is that when you have eight lanes, so two M.2 connectors with by four to each of those, and then you have two SSDs, um, you know, PCIe Gen 4 NVMe SSDs, and they're configured to have the operating system stretching across both of those drives. Now you also have room for more uh, storage on there. So you can actually run a separate storage uh, partition of that uh, RAID zero stripe set. So it allows the operating system to read and write uh, to both of those drives at the same time, increasing the read write speeds. So for example, we can see six gigabyte a second uh, on a single drive uh, uh, read speeds, but on two drives, we can actually see double that, 12 gigabyte a second. So that's the unique piece with that RST affords us. We can actually boot from RAID zero. So this simplifies the system. No longer do you need to have your boot drive and then you can have, you know, and other systems with RAID zero back in, I've, I've only rated desktops. I've never had, obviously not have a rated, rated mobile system, but this means that it's, it's, you really simplified. You can have these two NVMe, uh, uh, SSDs and that's your storage. They're bonded together. And it's like, it's like strapping a second rocket booster 
onto your system and you have double the double the performance really you're just you know two is better than one that's what i think two is better than one and it also allows you to um utilize the size of those in different ways so you can have uh, if you have two terabyte nvme ssds you can basically have 1.2 terabyte for your operating system partition and you can have a storage partition that's 800 megabytes right so you can break it out differently and and allow those uh, allow the performance of the laptop uh, to take full advantage of the storage subsystem so that's what's so exciting oh it's flexible as well so you're not confined to just having one giant pool of double speed memory you can really just it's flexible oh double speed storage absolutely yeah, oh, that's fantastic. Okay. Now for those people who are working more on the mission critical side where they're looking at those RAID support, um, does it also support RAID 1? Uh, so you can certainly um, do a mirror and have two drives and be able to, to support that with RST. Absolutely. Um, one thing that I do want to um, mention is that, you know, we're future proofing here for uh, features that Microsoft has announced publicly last year called direct storage, where you can actually uh, drive, you can have games access that storage partition directly and speed up the way that um, games load and how games perform. And so, uh, you know, we're very excited for second half of this year uh, when Microsoft has said that they're going to focus on direct storage in their next operating system. Direct storage is super exciting and we're future-proofing for it uh, going forward. All this sounds like it's future-proofing, definitely. I, I like those words and I think that you're talking about PCI Gen 4, talking about how you've got double the bandwidth, so instead of 16 lanes dedicated to graphics, you can have eight. It sounds like this entire platform is just removing the, the bottlenecks and removing those barriers to performance where you can truly unleash that storage and, and, the, and the graphics card to their full potential and beyond Absolutely. there's a lot of headroom there too yeah and and that was the goal doing this design from the ground up for this uh, segment of the market right uh, we really wanted to ensure that our in, uh, end users and our consumers uh, can take advantage of this performance that we're providing so this was uh, you know this has been in the planning and execution now for almost four years so we're super excited to see it come to market here next week. That is, that's amazing. Um, let's talk a little bit about connect connectivity because we've talked about connectivity, you know, between the subsystems in there with PCIe. But I do know that we've got some other new technologies that are uh, really, really leading technologies that are coming with H. One of them being um, Wi-Fi 6E. So Wi-Fi has been been getting faster, but I think adding that E to Wi-Fi 6 is definitely pushing things up. For those who don't know, what is First of all, what is Wi-Fi 6, right? It, it sounds like it's a big jump, but th that E, I think, is a, is a bigger jump than most people realize. Can you t teach us about that? Certainly. So Wi-Fi 6E is the first time we add spectrum to the wireless specifications, right? So this is the 6 gigahertz spectrum that is available in many parts of the world. And that spectrum uh, is... It will be the first time we add a new spectrum to the Wi-Fi spec in almost 20 years. So uh, if you're looking, um, 
if you if you look today at how wireless how crowded the wireless um spectrums are with 2.4 gigahertz and 5 gigahertz this 6 gigahertz spectrum will give us that new clean spectrum that can allow us to go much much faster so that's why it's so exciting and it, you know it's coming second half of this year as well so that's part of the future proofing in this platform we support wi-fi 6e as soon as it's available in the world that's great so yes of course with wi-fi 6 or any sort of wi-fi technology it's going to be available in tiger lake h you're going to have to you know update the rest of your network with a new router and that sort of thing but ultimately as kim said um the, the spectrum sounds like our airwaves are are you know, very crowded with a lot of our electronic devices and, you know, they work well, but I think Wi-Fi 6E is really going to, um, you know, really increase performance there. Okay, so we've talked about the internal platform interconnect with PCIe Gen 4. We've talked about the new wireless connectivity with Wi-Fi 6E. There's still that magical one wire that Intel has been really innovating and pushing for uh, quite a while now, now called Thunderbolt 4 in its latest iteration. What does Thunderbolt 4 bring for people who are looking at the H-Series platform? Yeah, so uh, 40 gigabit a second uh, connectivity is really unique to Thunderbolt. And with Tiger Lake H, we actually decided to integrate Thunderbolt into the CPU. So let me sh uh, share with you here. Um, in the past, Thunderbolt has been an additional chip, but today with Tiger Lake H, we've actually put Thunderbolt inside the uh, inside the die. So there are four Thunderbolt ports inside the CPU. Now the OEM then chooses if they want to configure that out to the side of the machine, giving the consumer access. And we're seeing our OEMs today utilizing one to two ports. Some have uh, you know, pulled all the four ports to the side of the machine, but that integration allows this platform uh, to be so compact, right? You don't have to have a another chip on the motherboard. So that's the uh, truly unique thing with Tiger Lake and, and uh, previous Tiger Lake that we launched last year as well is that Thunderbolt is now integrated into the CPU. Wow, that's 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 great. Now, I I have a Tiger Lake chip here myself, but it uh, it has the the separate uh, I think the uh, the separate chip on top. So, can you tell me what is the difference? I said it's got integrated Thunderbolt, but what is the other differences between the one you have and the one I have here? Yes. So, thank you for for sending me oh. that one. So, <laughs> I have another one too. But uh, this is the this is the baby right tiger lake up3 the one that we launched last year and the separate chip up top is the pch so in tiger lake h we actually have a separate chip that goes down on the motherboard that communicates with this providing more io features um, to the actual laptop design so this is what we call a two chip solution and this is an soc a system on the chip I see. So just more integration. 
Yes, further mm -hmm. integration on the smaller one and more I.O. capabilities on the larger one, for sure. Okay. Sorry, I'm, I'm covering my face with my baby CPU. No, but... no, that's that's yes. that's very cool. And like, this is actually a really nice bonus for those watching Chip Chat on the Intel Tech YouTube channel. If you're listening and you want to see what Kim's holding up, those real Tiger Lake chips right there, um, definitely tune into our, our video version. So talking about more features, uh, there this generation, besides what we can bring for gamers um, and all the other performance there are new AI features that is really enabling new usages and how people use their PCs. So we talked about AI for both across, you know, the, uh, the, the baby Tiger Lake, Tiger Lake U, as well as for Rocket Lake. We've talked about that before, but I want to talk about AI features because this is really the future. Can you tell me about what AI features are in uh, 11th Gen H series? Oh, absolutely. So Tiger Lake H supports VNNI and DL Boost plus Intel's GNA technology. And GNA allows you to do uh, noise cancellation, for example, and, and things like that in AI. So artificial intelligence actually helping remove noise from a video conference call, for example. So uh, yeah, we support all of those features in Tiger Lake H. And features like that are super important, right? I mean, people may be thinking that they're buying their big creator and gaming machines, but ultimately, you know, you may want to do some, you know, we're in the world still of video conferencing. We, you know, hopefully soon you and I will be able to sit back together in Intel Oregon and, and uh, have this conversation face to face, but we're doing things virtually. So these things, even in this time, these features are, are fairly important. Absolutely. The, the pandemic really allowed for it or forced people to look at their um their compute needs right and um we saw an incredible uptick last year in enthusiast laptop sales and so tiger lake age is really coming to market at the right time for for people who have been enjoying that entertainment value uh, in gaming, for example. And so the second half of 2021 will be really exciting with all these new capabilities baked into enthusiast laptops for sale around the world. So can't wait for that. You're right. The PC's really never been more important, really highlighted over the last year. Um, I think another interesting thing that's happened the last year is that yes, demand for computers have gone way up, right? Everyone's realizing the PC is the, you know, plays such a central role in entertainment, not just, you know, online streaming to gaming to everything, right? This is in, in our increasingly digital world. Another side effect is with everyone really, you know, wanting to buy and upgrade their computers, uh, PCs have been in short supply. If you want to build your own computer, Great thing. I love building my computers, but it's been really difficult. It's hard to find the parts you want, especially on that high end, really tough to do. So, you know, um, what, what kind of supply situation are we looking at with, with, uh, with H series here? Yeah. So that's where Tiger Lake H really shines, right? We have over 80 designs with our OEM partners around the world. And by the time we launch this product on 11th of May, we will have shipped over a million units to our partners, um, our OEM partners and their factories. Over a million units by wow. the time we launched a product. So this is where um, we say our thank yous to our, our great factory support at Intel, right? That they have been um, focused to drive 
a million units out the door by the time we launch. That is the fastest ramp that we have ever done. And so our OEMs are you know, um, ready and um, we will see the embargo to sell to consumers lift around May 17th. And so uh, we are really excited for what our OEMs are able to um, produce and, and ship all around the world. And so that's exciting. That's great. It really sounds like the industry is coming together to make sure that people have, you know, we, we've got this new technology and we want to get them in the hands of, you know, consumers, creators, gamers, you know, commercial, everything as soon as possible. So it sounds like, correct me if I'm wrong, someone who is really looking to build a gaming PC, creator PC right now with, you know, a good number of cores and, um, and you know, high-end discrete graphics. Instead of going for that big desktop, and again, I love that. Let's let's not let's not say that you know desktops. I think desktops are still, um, especially the DIY segment. But if you're looking for, you know, getting getting into those AAA gaming titles, running at high frame rates, I have to imagine that kind of the easiest way, the one-stop shop, is to to track down a a Tiger Lake H uh, laptop. Is that right? Oh, absolutely. Um, the the laptop performance uh, have definitely come a long way over the last decade, right? And today we see desktop caliber performance in a lot of our configurations from our uh, OEM customers and partners. So um, certainly is uh, we are excited to see what is to come in the second half, because um, if you look at the market last year, I think uh, AMD shipped about 3 million units into retail and we will have shipped 1 million units out the door by the time we launch this product, right? So um, we are definitely confident that uh, our OEMs will have a great supply from Intel. And so that's um, something that we're, you know, uh, very, very proud of uh, and uh, really happy with. And, and I recall you saying, you know, a million units, that's big, but 80 designs. So it sounds like that there's going to be a lot of de design diversity. You know, you don't, it's not just a one size fits all. You really will get to choose the design that's right, that's right for you. And is there, I know it's still early days. I'm sure you've seen some of these designs that, you know, that are still kind of secretive that they're going to be rolling out in the next few weeks. But what are some of the cooler designs or design characteristics that really make you excited to get your own Tiger Lake H? Can I dive in my bag of tricks and show you something? Yeah, no, this is, yes, again, a, a nice bonus for those watching on uh, on the Intel Tech YouTube channel on this video version. So um, I'm I'm known at Intel for, for my show and tells, so let's see what we can produce. Right. So here uh, with me, I have the Alienware X17 fresh out of uh, Alienware um, headquarters. And we're really, really excited to have worked very closely in cooperation with Alienware to deliver, you know, a brand new design, uh, amazing form factor and amazing performance. So uh, this is one of the devices that I'm very excited about. And we are uh, super excited for Alienware to launch this here later this quarter. That looks that looks really cool. I love. I mean, for the people who can see it, it's got you know obviously the obligatory uh, RGB lit keyboard, but it's actually quite so. So I mean, here, what are the measurements for that one? Because I I can't really see over that video, but it looks pretty thin to me. 
Yeah, I, I don't know exactly. I don't have a caliper with me to to measure it, but uh, Alien will Alienware will definitely uh, let us know that here when they launch later this quarter. That's actually pretty phenomenal. I, I I've had gaming laptops before, and that that looks like to me something that you know we we would we used to call ultra portable, and that's really an enthusiast class <laughs> gaming gaming PC. So that's a you know obviously that's that Alienware looks 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 pretty cool. Yep, absolutely. I'm I'm super excited, and th- that's just one of eighty, right? You know that that's the unique piece here that we have so many designs coming. Um, you know, choice is really important, right? Consumer choice, and that's what Intel provides with our enabling of our uh, partners is to ensure that they have all the help they need to launch as many uh, differentiated products as possible. So we're super excited. That was my conversation with Kim Alkstam, director of the Enthusiast Laptop Innovation Team at Intel, who has been involved in putting ever-increasing power and capabilities into thinner and more portable form factors. Kim recalled a time when these type of laptops were 60 millimeters thick. That's just a little bit over 2.3 inches. Today, laptops with 11th Gen Core H-Series CPUs without the eight cores on the 10 nanometer Superfin process are one-third of that thickness at less than 20 millimeters thick. That's just around three quarters of an inch. And that's quite an achievement given that desktop level performance that these notebooks are capable of. Other new features include 20 PCIe Gen 4 lanes with Intel Rapid Storage Technology, bootable in RAID 0. That's two SSDs bonded together for double the speed and capacity. There's Thunderbolt 4, there's Wi-Fi 6E, and a host of other new features. And there's a whole lot more coming up in the ChipChat series. We're available in SoundCloud and other podcast platforms. The video version, which you'll appreciate this time with all of Kim's show and tell, is available on YouTube on the Intel Technology Channel. Thanks for tuning in to Chip Chat, and I'll see you in the next one.